If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is John Lovitz, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. Congratulations. You're our 1,000,000th, 10,000th uh, second listener. Yeah, that's it. That's a ticket. Anyway, The Kimmer is on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer does the work of three men. Well, I don't want to. Larry, Curly, and Mo. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. I told you in front of my, uh, my what would be my final mother-in-law when we were talking about getting married to my final wife. And I told her, I said, yeah, I said, uh, when the minister says, do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? I'm going to say, certainly. <laughs> she started clutching her chest. That's it. <laughs> Look out. It's only me. 1205. And you're with us. It's the Kimmer. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer and gang here on News Radio 1067. Here's a number, 844. 404-1067, 844-404-1067, the Stones in town last night, and it was on this day in 1964, the Rolling Stones met two of their idols during a recording session. They were at Chicago's Chess Studios when the Stones ran into bluesmen Willie Dixon and Muddy Waters, whom they say were the two of their uh, heroes, their idols. That was on this day in 1964. And you know what? Did you see the picture? If you saw any of the video or the stuff from the Stones here being in town, uh, Mick Jagger is in front of the Georgia Tech uh, Buzzy, the mascot buzz. thing. What's that? Buzz. Buzz, uh, buzz, buzz. Booze, booze. And the mascot <laughs> and stuff, taking pictures. And Keith uh, Richards was doing, what, was this a, a rain ceremony or something? He was out, he was at the stadium steps at Georgia Tech, Bobby Dodd Stadium, and it looked like it was going to pour, and he's uh, Keith Richards is out there waving a stick. <laughs> and as soon as he did, the clouds parted, and it became a nice day. So, I mean, whoa. I mean, that's a little freaky. He's lucky to be walking upright, for God's sakes. And here he is now. He's chasing the rain away. But you know what I got? To, you know what I thought? I'll bet you, I will bet you right now, the Rolling Stones are having more fun than they did 50 years ago when they started. They can remember it. Well, if they don't remember what happened 50 years ago, but now, you know, now they're fooling around, having fun. I mean, Keith Richards going out waving at the clouds with a stick. Mick Jagger posing with Buzz. I mean, just fun, you know. I think they're probably having a ball. God bless them, you know. What a, what a success story. 50 years. Oh, man. All right, look out. It's only the Kimmer. On News Radio 106.7. You may have heard on the news, Johnny Isaacson just announced... He is coming out of the closet. Yes, Johnny has said he wants to be called Marianne from now. No, no, that, wait, no, somebody misprinted that. No, it's an announcement about his hell, my God, man. Uh, we love Johnny Isaacson. Uh, Johnny Isaacson, our U.S. Senator, has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. It happened a couple of years ago. He saw a neurologist, stiffness in his left arm. He has a slowed, shuffling walk. Other than that, he feels great he's taking medication, and the doctors say it shouldn't affect his being a senator or running for re-election or anything else. So... 
uh, looks like he's in a pretty good shape, and we wish him the very best. And in fact, I'll tell you, one of my favorite memories of Johnny Isaacson is years ago, and we used to have a CD we'd give out for the Toys for Tots, and I would go to some place, like a record store or a mall or someplace, and we'd have autograph sessions and sign the copies of the, of the Kimmer CD for charity for the Marine Corps Toys for Tots. And the, the last time we did it, or one of the last times we did it, uh, it was like from noon to two or whatever on a Saturday, and the line was going from the desk inside the store all the way out the door, down the sidewalk, and around the corner of the building. I mean, it was a long, long line, which we were flattering. But the point was, after about an hour of signing autographs, I look up, and there in line the whole time is Johnny Isaacson. Just standing in line for an hour like everybody else. Never said a word. Never, you know, pulled a ram. I mean, it was unbelievable. I thought, man, this is, what a humble, decent, just a guy, guy, you know. I mean, Johnny, United States Senate. I guess at the time he was a congressman. Well, you know, I don't. It doesn't matter either way. He was a big shot. It's still a big shot, and he he stood in line like everybody else. Nineteen eighty nine. I'm a peon working for Tom Murphy at yeah. the Georgia House. Yeah, and speaking former big shot Tom yeah. Murphy ran everything down there. And I had to interview Johnny Isaacson. Couldn't been nice. Yeah, didn't know me yeah. from Pleasant. squat. Yeah, very nice man. We wish you well, Johnny. Hope you're doing all right. And anytime you want to call into this show, feel free. We we always love to have you aboard. All right, it's on the camera. Twelve oh nine. Man, we got newsmaker lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. 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 Also, prizes, Pete. Let's do it at, uh, we did yesterday at 2. You want to do one one thirty? Sure. Okay. We have two tickets to Boston for the uh, Verizon Amphitheater. <laughs> no, not to go to Boston, to see the group Boston. <laughs> Who would want to see a group Boston at the Verizon Amphitheater this Saturday? This Saturday night at Verizon Amphitheater. And um, we have two tickets to give away. And we'll pick a thing, and we'll do it at one thirty. Uh, a, re- a, a thing to give away. How are we going to do it? Colors or sing or what? Uh, we'll th- you say, think of something. Uh, we'll, think we'll give it away. Well, one thirty, we'll give it away. Also, do you have a song today? A newsmaker line? Uh, uh, oh, you forgot, didn't you? No, certainly do. Okay, good. John Boy's got a special every day at one thirty, or most days, not every day locked in. Um, we have a song from the uh, past of our archives of the newsmaker line songs, and because they're just so darn good, it's a shame to have them just sit there in the dust. And so we want to bring them up once in a while and play something that John Boy picks out every day. So there you go. And by the way, that's only as long as till the boss realizes I'm doing this. I didn't ask him if it was okay. I just started doing it. So now he, Mr. Kruger may have a whole different set of standards. I don't know. I'm just saying, uh, don't play the old stuff. It's old. Sorry, sorry. You know. Anyway, so until he tell me no, and then they got to come in here anyway and try to stop me. Um, let's see. Okay, the hazing. And Parkview. Now, wait a minute. What do they mean wrestling? Now, you know, seniors break into the to the freshmen's room at the hotel and do some wrestling with the. No, I don't think it's. I don't think wrestling is the issue. I'll bet this if this was some kind of a sexual thing, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, where they're you know the unnecessary probing of various issues in the places and so. On. If that's what it was, then that's a whole other ball game. We have sound from it. Oh, here's the sound of the actual hazing. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. <laughs> that, was the, that was the baseball coach at Parkview High <laughs> telling his players to get the hell back to bed. <laughs> and, you know, now they're in trouble for hazing. But I, I, if it was just, you know, roughhousing, fooling around, throwing a bucket of water, I'm making them say the Pledge of Allegiance, whatever, you know, little stuff, that's one thing. But if this was some kind of a kinky you know, dominant, subservient, you know, man-boy thing or something. I, you know, I, that's what I'm nervous about. It's like rugby players. Those guys are all horn dogs. Those guys are perverts, man. They'll do things to you in a, in a scrim that you don't even want to think about. And a scrum. Well, the scrum, scrim, it's the same damn thing. <laughs> scrim, scrum, what's the difference? <laughs> 
It's two mints in one. <laughs> Hell, I polish a car with it. I use it on my hair. Scrim scrum. Now exclusively at Kim Tell Records. It's a dessert topping, you cow. <laughs> it's a dessert topping. <laughs> anyway, all right, 12, 12, hold the guy. Oh, we got animal stories. We got stuff. We got things. We got the, uh, the Atlanta principals uh, faking the kids. Texas cop quits. Uh, cop haters, cop lovers, prison worker chick, Brookfield Zoo. I mean, I got a billion things. First, let's get this going. Twelve, twelve. Tell them about the sex robot. The what? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> what? The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. Hey, folks, John Madden here, and and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is sir. brought yeah. to you by Hope Solo. Hope Solo. Here's a girl who knows how to keep her nephew in stitches. Boom. <laughs> and now here's your Beating host, Kim nephew, Peterson. Thank you. Look out. We have news lights coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Here on News Radio 1067. 1219. The Beatles, in 1966, recorded this song called Rain. And they featured a brand new audio effect by accident. Doesn't sound any different than irregular music, but here's what happened. During the recording of this Beatles song in 1966, a tape was played in reverse as part of the recording sound. So in this song, if you can try to pick out that it sounds a little strange, it's a tape being played the wrong way. They didn't plan it. It was just put on the wrong way and played the wrong way, so it went in reverse on this song in the studio. And no one realized it till later, but anyway, that's what happened in 1966. All right, a couple of quick birthdays. Uh, model actress Elizabeth Hurley, the British chick from all those famous stories, and her boyfriend was caught with a hooker within... Uh, Hugh Grant, yeah, and Elizabeth Hurley is 50 today. Actress Gina Gershon, another double thing, that's 53. And uh, actress uh, Jean Triplehorn, also fairly easy on the eyes, 52. Chicks in their 50s, man. Thank you. Anyway, all right, look out, it's 1221. By the way, the camera's getting, I'm, I'm finally getting my phone repaired, my phone fixed. A uh, hangman uh, called these people to come out to fix your my, the glass on my phone broke. I, I made the mistake of dropping a $600 phone from four inches <clears throat> and it shattered the uh, free glass on it, of course. And, of course, uh, you know, you're not re- you're not covered and nothing's going to happen and there's nobody. She's yeah, the, the girl at AT&T said, oh, well, go to the Apple store. I said, yeah, you ever try to go to an Apple store? I don't have nine days to wait in line. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, so Hangman's got this guy back fixing my phone, right? They come to your place. I mean, it's not cheap, but they come. They can come to your place, so that's kind of cool. All right, I got topics issues. The Golden Retriever Hero Cop, the New York Cop. Oh, the head of the New York Police Department says that they can't hire enough black uh, cops, uh, black cops, because most black guys who want to be cops have records. They've been in jail. He says there's too many black guys have been in prison, so they can't be cops. Well, the Black uh, Police Association wants to do a thrill with those cops. Anyway, we got a million things like that. But oh, there's a the newsbreaker line first. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Mark Lemke calling. Hall of Famer! Hiya, Mark. How's it going? Braves Hero. How the What's Braves up? doing? <laughs> Shouldn't you know that? I mean, you're covering up. Mark, you silly guy. <laughs> I'm just making fun of Charles Barkley. This is Mark Lemke calling. <laughs> Mark, welcome aboard. Hey, Kimmer. Yeah. Well, I already said that, didn't I? Yes. Sir. Tomorrow, barring rain, we'll be preempting the Kimmer show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know... In advance of the uh, permanent preemption schedule in early <laughs> July, I, I've heard something, by the way. Just you know, something to get used to, I guess, probably. <laughs> when I dropped by and made my daily appearance on Steve McCoy, they were telling me about it. <laughs> well, they know I'm it's calling you on the sly. I'm not even supposed to be on this show because oh. it doesn't count for anything. <laughs> Do me a favor, yes, Cameron, sir. before sure. tomorrow. Sure. 
could you remind Brett, the truck driver, that he's off tomorrow, too? <laughs> the last thing we need is that damn Killjoy calling in and ruining our pregame show. <laughs> Good point, sir. <laughs> I found out something interesting the other day, Kimmer. Did you? What was that, sir? Brett, the truck driver, is the only member of the Kim Peterson show who has a long-term contract. <laughs> Long after Kimmer's gone, Brett will still be, uh, you know, calling to ruin the new host's momentum as well. Hey, big news. The Braves drafted like 11 pitchers the other day. Did you see that? Yeah, all pitchers mostly, yeah. Oh, not a moment too soon. Their relief pitching has been in such bad shape this year, Kimmer. Yeah. Freddie Gonzalez is calling it the bullpen by the river. <laughs> Your bosses, at least they're doing a God bless the thing yeah, about it, yeah, you know? to try to fix it, you know. Man, your studio repair's been put off longer than Kasim Reed's wedding, you know? You, you think you can get those bastards to work on it? <laughs> I mean, Steve McCoy hears something funny in his headphones. They're right on it right after they refill his champagne glass and stuff, but I'm not bitter. If they get the masseuse out of the way in the morning, you know. <laughs> the, the lady who peels his grapes for him. I mean. oh. <laughs> this morning he was really pissed over his uh, champagne brunch that they serve him every day. Oh, he was upset, wasn't he? Yeah, Steve said, tell the waiter this is low-class dog food. I mean, <laughs> he said he had better meals at the ball game. The ballpark. So. <laughs> I'm Mark Lamke. I don't normally do this. So, One more thing. Uh, I, yes, whatever. I saw where Oscar Pistorius is scheduled to be released from prison early, after only 10 months. Yeah, early release, yeah, 10 months. Uh, what are they going to do, give him an ankle bracelet or something? <laughs> oh, I don't Oh. What? <laughs> Maybe a magnet of some kind. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Topper. That was pretty good. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm praying for rain, so you can do it tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> Is he right? <laughs> you know that's what a lot of people think. <laughs> Mark, it's always a play. The Lever Hall of Famer right here with a Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Thanks, Marco. <laughs> Look out. Yeah, boy. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. Some weird stories in the news today. A couple of doggy stories. Oh, and by the way, here's since, you know, this is the time of year when snakes start making their appearance. Uh, they've been doing it for a while, but when the weather gets warm, that's when the uh, snakes come out, and you have to be careful where you're going. This happened in Folsom, I guess Folsom, California. They didn't Probably, in Folsom, yeah. California. A, a pregnant woman and her little boy, four-year-old Vinny, were walking at a park, and the little boy started screaming. She knew something was wrong. She took his shoes off to see what was wrong with his foot. She saw two little tiny puncture marks, and his ankle swelled up purple, and the venom spread to his leg. He was bitten by a baby snake. A rattler. A baby rattler. And so the mama bear said she decided, <laughs> she said, quote, mama bear instinct in me decided to suck the venom because that's what they do on Bonanza. <laughs> Bonanza, the TV show, Bana Lauren Green and little Joe Cartwright and all from 40 years ago. Bonanza. Well, don't, by the way, you know, that old thing about, you know, making an, an X cut with a knife and then sucking the venom out. No, 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 don't do it. In fact, she could have killed her unborn baby. I'm sucking the venom into her bloodstream. 
And the doctors are saying, whoa, whoa, no, no, don't ever do it. If you get bit by a snake, don't do the old hit, cut the X with a knife and suck the venom out. Don't do anything except get to a hospital immediately. Call 911 or whatever you can do. Uh, try to stay calm so your blood's not surging through your body. But they say uh, use your basic wound stuff. So wash it with soap and water. Uh, wash the area, keep it clean, and get to the hospital or call 911. Don't start sucking out venom because they're just going to be, you have venom in your system. I mean, venom's venom, you know, so you don't, you, so don't suck it out. Don't even, in all those jokes, you know, it said to suck it, you know, you're going to die. <laughs> well, don't, you, now you're off the hook. <laughs> anyway, we got all that. And the Parkview, anybody know about the Parkview High School business, this hazing? Was this hazing or was this some kind of kinky sexual domination play of some kind? Because if it was just silly hazing, we need to do another Kimmer brand on my other arm. Okay. Coming up, 1227 on News Radio 1067. <laughs> well, this is Ronald Reagan. And you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Kimmer will begin bombing in five minutes. Tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Hello, my name is Jarnak the Magnificent. The Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to you by a fly swatter. A fly swatter. What's served with every omelet at the Landmark Diner? <laughs> and now here's your host, Charlton Heston. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Landmark Diners, that place on Roswell and Piedmont, I've been to a million times, we all have. Yeah. You know, it's just one of the great sites, an old, old-fashioned old silver diner. I mean, it's an old diner. And it's right next to the sidecar, side door, side ache lounge uh, with uh, Jerry Farber. And the Landmark Diner has now failed three of, uh, out of five health inspections. And, well, in fact, I'll tell you what, they failed. <laughs> uh, and so the, the health department asked them to shut down voluntarily, and they said, hell no, we're fixing it, we'll be all right, we're good. Well, let's see, they have asked to close down because they had flying insects all over, raw meat in, uh, improperly stored, ice machines filthy, dirty equipment, shelves, coolers, and gaskets, dented cans in the restaurant, food that expired from a year ago, and stuff like that. But they're where you said, hey, we're fixing everything. We're fine. We're good. So we'll see. All right, anyway, this is Faith Evans. Faith Evans is 42 today. Kind of a gospel singer, gospel soul, I guess you call it that. Uh, let's see, a couple of birthdays. Shane West, the actor from ER, is 37. Uh, actress Kate Flannery from The Office is 51. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, this was also the day in, uh, in 1692, 1692, the first official execution resulting from the Salem Witch Trials in Massachusetts took place. Bridget Bishop was hanged as a witch in 1692. Uh, celebrity divider Steve Harvey released a statement saying the skank deserved it being a white woman, as most white women deserve to be hanged. Uh, and then he called her a white bread honky cracker and ended by saying, we hate the police and you should warn your children, police are all bad. Unquote Steve Harvey, a celebrity divider. All right, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. A couple of quickie stories that are, uh, do us all a little good. Golden Retriever, Figo, a service dog for a lady in Brewster, New York. They were walking across the street, and one of those small school buses was coming right at them. The school bus driver got a ticket. He didn't see him. The Golden Retriever, Figo, jumped in front of the school bus to take the impact of the bus, which hit both him and his lady owner, Audrey Stone. 
The dog broke a leg, and he did not want to leave. He, he took the, the brunt of the blow from the school bus. He did not want to leave her side. He stood right next to her. He was there to save her. Uh, he was flopping over to her. And again, he had a broken leg, hit by a bus. And the dog flopped over to his owner, did not want her to get away from him. She kept screaming his name. Uh, we, the police kept telling her he's going to be fine. Uh, the uh, the dog let them wrap his leg with no problem. He was not barking. He was not crying. He was not yelping. He was flopping, trying to get closer to his mistress. And then they would not allow the dog to go in the ambulance with her to the hospital. The dog tried to get into the ambulance, to follow her into the ambulance, and they wouldn't let him. Some kind of stupid rule. You know... <laughs> What, are you afraid of fleas in an ambulance when you can't wash it down with Lysol afterwards or something? This is not some, you know, some, some mangling, uh, pit-fighting uh, uh, canary presario killer dog or something. It's a service golden retriever. Let the dog in the ambulance for crying out. Anyway, they got there. Now they're, they're, he won't leave her side and everybody's going to be fine. But anyway, sort of a heartwarming story. The dog had CPR training, too. Is just trying to help. Exactly. It was a helper dog. It was a helper dog. <laughs> And then I don't know whether you heard about the little Boston Terrier in San Diego, California, who's a biker dog, a chopper, the biker dog, they call him, who is also a service dog, goes around to hospitals. Well, the uh, the owner dresses him up in goggles and a hat and a leather jacket, a Harley Davidson leather little doggy jacket. And when they bring him into the hospitals to see the kids and make everybody laugh and smile, he comes in on his own little motorcycle. And then they take his goggles off so he can play with the kids and stuff like that. And the people love it. They, they, uh, they ask for him. They all want him to come in. Well, guess what? Now the people who are a part of this nonprofit group called Pet Partners says they're going to take away the dog's certification as a therapy dog because he wears a uniform. And a uniform may make people laugh, but it's dangerous because it might affect his ability to move around. Well, you idiots. I mean, come on. So they're going to take away his certification as a therapy dog because he has him in a, in a, in a biker jacket. God, you're just sucking the fun out of out of whatever. There's a hospital with ch- children who are dying. You think they give a crap about? Oh, I mean, it's just it's just outrageous. Just absolutely outrageous. <clears throat> anyway, all right, here we go. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know whether you heard about the uh, New York Police Commissioner Bill Bratton. Bill Bratton, the head of the New York Police Department, says it's a challenge to fire to find black people to hire as cops because so many black guys keep getting arrested and going to jail. Yikes. He said it's a hard time hiring black men to become police officers because too many have criminal records. He said they've spent time in jail so we can't hire them. And he calls it an unfortunate consequence of the old stop and frisk policy. And they kept finding so many black guys breaking the law, they took them over to jail that now they can't be cops. Well, the Black Policemen's Association is none too happy with that little piece of information from Bill Bratton. Uh, and they say it's an unfortunate fact that in the male black population, a very significant percentage of them, more than whites or any other minorities, because of convictions and prison records, will never be hired by the police departments. It's a reality. And then, well, one, one of the head of the African American Police Union says there are plenty of black guys who haven't been to jail. Where does he get this information? <laughs> well, he tries to hire them and he can't. He gets it from the police records. <laughs> And again, uh, celebrity divider Steve Harvey uh, uh, called uh, Commissioner Bill Bratton a white bread honky cracker and uh, went on about his business making millions of dollars and telling people to fight police uh, as often as you can. Uh, 1241 with the camera program. Oh, in Houston, Houston, Texas, a motorcycle cop just gave somebody a ticket 
and then uh, was going back to his back to his motorcycle. He was concluding that stop when he and a metro officer that was checking by with him heard a pop. Uh, and then shortly thereafter realized he had been shot. Yeah, another car shot the cop in the back as he was going back to his motorcycle. Shot the cop in the back. Where? Uh, Houston. Houston. Houston, Texas. Shot the cop in the back. Uh, celebrity divider Steve Harvey released a statement saying, Good, too bad they didn't kill him. White bread honky cracker. Unquote Steve Harvey. It's 1242 now with a camera. That's some traffic. News break lines coming up. Be blamed for setting another one of... Michael's Brides on fire! <laughs> oh, my. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. And by. Oh, my. This is George <laughs> Takei. And this portion of our show yes, is brought to you by Lindsey Graham. Oh. Lindsey isn't in it to win. No, I... He's just in it for the exit polls. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you very much, Lulu. Here we go, 12.50, 10 before 1 on News Radio 1067. We have a ball game tomorrow, assuming it's not rained out, but a ball game at noon tomorrow. We'll be here just in case, by the way, just for the record. And uh, we got News Break Alliance coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, uh, Pete's going to tell us about another example of political incorrectness concerning dinosaurs, <laughs> which obviously are still real. Just one airhead, liberal hyphenated goofball chick. But first, Kim Deal of the Pixies, and also the Breeders, the bass player, is 54 today. This is the Pixies, Where Is My Mind? A couple of birthdays of note include uh, Sasha Obama is 14 today. Happy birthday to one of the first kids. Uh, model actress Kate Upton is only 23. Wow. She's, you know, she's, well, never mind. Kate Upton is 23. Um, bump it a bum. Oh, uh, Britain's Prince Philip. Is 94 today. Still going strong. And attorney F. Lee Bailey is 82. No, he's still going. F. Lee Bailey's still alive. It was the Kardashian died. And uh, and Johnny Cochran died. Didn't he die? Yeah. And I think they were still deciding whether to give the money to the wife he had here in Georgia or the wife he had in California. Because he had two families and nobody knew about it until late in life. But, yeah, he had, he had two, uh, two families going there for him. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Uh, <laughs> if she ain't fit, get yourself another whip. 1251. Hey, there's a newsbreaker line. Hold everything. I got your topics. First, it's a newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. I keep oh. hope alive. This is the Reverend uh, Jesse Jackson. The How's it doing there, Rev? What's Well, you're being too hot, though, my man Steve Harvey, Kim. He's well, a funny guy. He does a great job hosting the family feud. Well, yeah. The other night, Steve had a great question. He said... Name something you do at a policeman's funeral. Show me, throw me a party. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, Steve really stumped his entire family food contestants and everybody in the audience the other night. Is that right? Stumped him? What do you mean? He's, yeah, he said, name something you take to work. <laughs> <laughs> name something you do at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> What's 8 a.m.? <laughs> Show me, take a leak, and go back to bed. I'm on <laughs> 
I know I'm going to surprise you with this comment. Yes, sir. Coming from yours truly, Jesse Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that cop in McKenna, Texas, should have had to resign for using excessive force, Kim. You don't think so, really? Why? No, but I do think he went too far telling the kids we got the pool in the pond, and I think the <laughs> pond would be good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are saying that the, the cab CEO, Burl Ellis, is re- in real trouble in the second trial, but I wouldn't count him out, Kim. Well, what do you mean, sir? Well, Burl has a crack team from Tillman Associates. <laughs> Tillman so. Don't they have a theme song over there that law firm somewhere? Tillman and Associates, you're headed up the river. <laughs> no, no, that's not it, sir. Two hots and a cot. <laughs> no, no, that can't be it. I bet you won't like Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the new Burlella's jury is taking after their predecessors on the first jury. Well, how's that, sir? Well, they're already asking for Fridays off because it's pretty outside. <laughs> Asking for a 30-minute recess to watch the Bernie Mac show. <laughs> and yesterday, the jury foreperson asked the bailiff to draw the shades because the sunlight was screwing up her nap. Who <laughs> do so, yeah. <laughs> these pampered people think they are? See McCoy or something? Yeah. <laughs> Next, they'll be wanting a Mai Tai. <laughs> I was so sad to hear about the yeah. Brittany Grime, the Glory Johnson, and uh, Norma, because uh, I know yeah. from reading in the papers how much Glory looked for to that wedding with bated breath. <laughs> really? <laughs> like I told her, you know, there are a lot more fishes in the sea, so I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Yeah, I am somebody. You ain't nobody. Oh, sorry. Nothing. <laughs> I am nothing. <laughs> yes. Who would want to put a tracking device in the Gimmer's phone? I mean... <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> they put one on my phone and it didn't move for a week and a half. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. The GPS. <laughs> GPS. Look out. And if he was just referring, I just had my phone fixed. Hangman told me the other day, he was on the radio with us, telling about this uh, traveling repair guy for cell phones that have broken glass on the case, in front of the case. Which it happened to me because I made the mistake of dropping a $600 phone from around four inches off the ground. And, of course, it shattered. And now I, I didn't mess with it because I didn't want to go sit and stand in line for four hours someplace and leave the phone for another four hours to have it fixed. Hangman told me about this place called I Cracked. I-C-R-A-C-K-E-D, I guess it is. Uh, called I Cracked. And they come to your place. And so uh, Hangman called them uh, for me. And they came over here just now. He just got finished. He took about 15 minutes, came to the office, gave him the phone and my credit card. Uh, it took about 15 minutes. cost me $115. To get a new glass, one hundred and fifteen dollars to get a new glass cover. Wait a minute, Hangman's a Cajun. You know that, right? Yeah. You gave a Cajun your credit, <laughs> credit card. card. Well, I blacked out the three numbers on the back, so he can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and uh, so anyway, so I have a brand new. But one hundred and fifteen dollars seems like a lot of money to me for a piece of glass to go over your phone. On the other hand, I didn't have to wait in line and have it gone for four hours, and you know, or get a new phone. So I, you know, it's hard to complain. But still, isn't that a crock? I mean, a $600 phone, and I, I, it slipped out of my hand from when I was tying a shoe, putting on my boots, and a four inches high crack shattered. Boom. It's more like a crack than a crock. A crack, crock, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> it's 1256. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844 1067. 844 And uh, political correctness gone amok. The new uh, Jurassic Park movie's coming out, so there's the picture of Steven Spielberg. Uh, posing with a shot uh, T-Rex or a... A 20-year-old yeah. photo of him in front of a Triceratops. Triceratops. A fake, obviously not yeah. real, because, you know, they were millions of hundreds of millions of yeah. years ago. But 
And a comedian posted it again. Said, "Oh, what a jerk taking this selfie of some you know animal he killed." Joyce Carol Oates, the famous because, author, Joyce Carol Oates. Even though I don't know any of her books, yeah. she's has posted this uh, tweet about it, saying, "This is horrible. Aren't there conservation rules where that person lives?" A dinosaur. It's yeah. a fake dinosaur from a movie. <laughs> How dare they? And she's offended that we don't take better care of our animal kingdom. How barbaric! You freaking she says. idiot! <laughs> God, and they let these people drive and vote. <laughs> 1257 with the Camera News Radio 1067. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase. Case photo and video. This is Jackie Mason, and you are listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. You could just listen to the good parts, you know, if there were any. Anyway, tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067. I don't want to say Kimmer has gained weight, well, no. but when he stepped on the scale at the doctor's office, the nurse said, "Hey, <laughs> that's my phone number." The Kimmer <laughs> Show Thank on you. News Radio 1067. Uh, there you go. It's only B105 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. We'll give away our tickets to go see Boston this Saturday at the Verizon Amphitheater. Boston, two tickets. This Saturday, we'll do it at 1 30. 844 404 1067. And here's the, the, the question will be Oh, I am wearing a shirt with an SEC logo on it. Aha. Uh-huh. What is the SEC team logo? What logo does Pete represent on his SEC shirt today? Could, and now, of course, there are. Now 84 SEC teams, so it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of hard to narrow it down. But if you take a guess, it's at 130, not now, 130. Ray Charles, tell your mama what I say, baby. That George on my mind, I can't stop loving you. This was a singer. 2004, Ray Charles passed away at the age of 73 in Beverly Hills. What a great one! A couple of birthdays: the uh, hideous and now commentator Elliot Spitzer, the former. Porn whore, a uh, monger from uh, New York. Elliot Spitzer, 56 today. Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal is 44 today. And this was the day in 1942 during World War II, German forces were upset about the killing of a Nazi official named Reinhard Heydrich. And uh, he was very, <laughs> was very upset because they wouldn't follow his orders. And the community... As he's searching, following... Animals could be bred and slaughtered. (laughs) Instead, they killed this Nazi official, so the German forces on this day, 1942, slaughtered 173 of the men of Lidice, Czechoslovakia. By the way, I always thought that was pronounced Lidice. L-I-D-I-C-E. I I thought it was Lidice, but it's Lidice, Czechoslovakia. Massacred 173 men in retaliation in 1942. And then to celebrate two years later in 1944, on this very same day, the German forces massacred 642 residents of a French village called Aradar Seglan just for the fun of it, just because they could. It was kind of a. And of course, you know what the mayor of Paris said when he saw the German army coming? A table for 20,000, monsieur? <laughs> And uh, a a national celebrity divider, Steve Harvey, uh, released a statement uh, congratulating the Germans for killing all of those dirty, stinking white people, especially since they were Jews. And so he was extremely happy about that. Steve Harvey, unquote. 
All right, it's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. 107's our time, 844-404-1067. The cop in the pool party case in Texas, McKinney, Texas, has resigned. 41-year-old, the cop had been there for 10 years. He was also a former state trooper, David Lee Casebolt. He quit the department. Uh, he was on administrative leave. And uh, the community is still upset about what happened, and but it's even going to get worse because here is now as uh, some of the troublemakers are trying to stir up uh, activity to make sure that blacks and whites don't get together. Here is Reverend, Reverend Ronald Wright. We're setting the stage for a terrorist attack in this country, and the group is not going to be ISIS, it's going to be us's. Us against these injustice law officers and people who continue to allow racism to grow into this city. Yep, blame the cops. And he's got his phrase, he's got his Jesse Jackson phrase. Jesse Jackson started this. Now everything has to rhyme. It's not going to be ISIS, it's going to be us's. Oh, God. I, I, well, I mean, here, I mean, this. We're setting the stage for a terrorist attack a terrorist in this attack. country. And the group is not going to be ISIS, it's going to be us's. Setting the stage for a terrorist attack in this country by us, by us, a terrorist attack by us. Us against these injustice law officers and people who continue to against these uh, uh, injustice law officers, whatever that means. It's he's calling for a terrorist attack on police. Arrest him. That's a threat. Right? It's a threat. A terroristic threat against police. Hey, you know what? Cops lives matter. Can you believe this? This is a minister. Although his last name is Wright, just like Jeremiah Wright from Chicago, who hates America and all white people, putty tats minister for 30 years. I wonder whether they're related. Sounds like this is, might be his kid. Now, this is appalling. Absolutely appalling. Disgusting. Anyway. All right. I got, oh, and I still, if anybody knows about this uh, so-called hazing business at uh, Parkview High School, they were at a weekend field trip, Charleston, South Carolina, at a team's hotel. Apparently, some upperclassmen burst into the rooms of some freshmen or younger students and uh, did some kind of inappropriate wrestling. It's described as re- wrestling of some sort. No, no that's, that's not hazing. Uh, we need to know what this is about. If this is just hazing, you know, that's why I got my brand. Do we still have the picture on the Kimmer Show Facebook yeah. page? You've seen my brand. Yeah. When when Pete and uh, Wade, no offense, uh, branded me with uh, with red hot paper clips in the in the shape of USMC, branded one letter at a time into my arm, uh, live on radio, and it was so, it hurt so much uh, that you could tell from the pain, you could hear the skin sizzling, you could hear my skin burning as they placed the red hot. Uh, branding U and then S and then M and then C into my arm. <laughs> and it's yeah! still there. It's, yeah! it, it's not going anywhere. But maybe we ought to do the other arm in honor of the park view. I mean, to find out what this behavior was. But again, if they were being all kinky, then that's a whole different story. I mean, if, that, if, that, if, this, if they were being kinky, then throw them out of school and put them in jail. If they were just, you know, throwing water balloons, I mean, that's one thing. But I, I don't know what they were doing. Turns out they had a twister game and a bottle of Mazzola. Well, no, see, that's a whole different story. To the phones, to the phones on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. This is Sean. Sean. Hey, Sean. Welcome, sir. Kimmer, how you doing, man? Good. What's up, sir? Oh, uh, nothing much. Just want to comment on those guys, uh, these so called activist leaders, man. They're, they're throwing off our country with all this, uh, we hate cops and all this stuff. Because I'm a black guy, and I put it like this when, uh, whenever my house gets robbed or I'm in, I'm in a car accident on 285, 
I'll call the police, and, you know, they're here to serve us. And for the most part, the guys do a good job. But I feel that there are there is some racism in this country, don't, don't, no, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, I think we all have to but, agree with that. Yeah. You know, but, but, but with that said, though, there are some great cops there that put their lives on the line for, not for a paycheck, but for just the betterment of the community. So we have to wake up and try to sort through this mess, but we can't be so. Quick. I think that's a very reasonable attitude, uh, completely support it. And I think, uh, honestly, Honestly, Sean, this may come out wrong, but if I were black, I think I'd be offended by people like this. I, I think these guys are trying to make it worse. They're clearly trying to divide blacks against whites uh, to make you more suspicious so that you tell your kids don't trust whitey and, for God's sakes, don't trust a white cop. And I think that's, that's one of the most vicious, undermining American uh, attacks you can have on our own soil. I'd be offended if I were a black guy. I, you, don't, you don't act like that. You don't represent like that. And I don't think they represent you. I think that this is completely offensive to all races. I say this really quick, Cameron. I really agree with that statement. You know, but I feel like this. The, the dividing was already there. But with that said, they're causing it even deeper to, you know, think, oh, the white cops are doing this and that and making it sound like a bad thing yeah. when it's just, you know, these guys are there. They're stressed out eight and nine hours a day when they're working these shifts. They're dealing with crime and, and, and negative stuff in the community. So what do you expect? They're going to they're going to approach situations like they see it. You know, they're going to be at edge just like anybody else would be. But we, like you said, Jesse Jackson and Steve Harvey, those guys are, I call them coons, if, you know, if I can say that on your show. Sure. They, they, they make black guys, they make black people look bad. They need to be stand-up guys and be respectful more or less than point the finger. Sean, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. One, tw- one thirteen. let's go. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hello out there, Bullwinkle here. (laughs) And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show (laughs) is brought to you by Your Wish is My Command, O Master. Is my command, O Master. What do salespeople say to Steve McCoy? <laughs> yeah. And now here's your temporary host, oh, Kim Peterson. Everybody's heard something but me. I don't know. Get a little nervous. 120 now. A News Radio 1067. Oh, smash your pumpkin. Yeah. Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer for Smashing Pumpkins, is 51 today. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Also, a couple of other birthdays. Media commentator Jeff Greenfield is 72. The uh, liar horn dog scuzzbag, former Senator John Edwards of North Carolina, is 62 today. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, this was the day in 1991. An 11-year-old girl named J.C. Dugard of South Lake Tahoe, California, on this day in 1991, was abducted by Philip and Nancy Garrido. She was held by the couple as their own child for 18 years. 18 years. And was finally discovered and was reunited with her actual family. 18 years as a, a kidnapped kid from another family. 121 in News Radio 1067. It's a Newsmaker Line. Good afternoon. Yellow. We must much and much we must. I'm sorry oh. for the delay there, Kim. I was trying to fire up the old teleprompter. This is Al Shopping calling Al. from MSNBC. MSNBC, Al, what's well, up? I man? have to take issue with my fellow poverty pimp, Jesse, who called in earlier. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, Al Shopton, think that cop in McKinney, Texas, should have resigned. Really should have, yeah. But, you know, with his 
record of racial insensitivity. I'm sure he's the leading candidate to be the new head of security over there at Cherokee Christian Academy. <laughs> That's a place wouldn't let Wayne's kid go to kindergarten because he worked with me. Don't they have a theme song over there or something or a slogan? Jesus loves the little children, <laughs> except that one and those two over there. Drag a swimmer to the ground because we don't want your kind around. <laughs> Cherokee love all the children, just not yours. <laughs> you got a pool over there? <laughs> You're being too hard on Steve Harvey, Kelly. Really? Too hard on him. He her. has as much respect for the police as he has for tasteful clothes and the English language. So <laughs> yes. You know, Steve does a great job on the family feud, though the show has changed somewhat from the old days. The old days of Richard Dawson? Well, yesterday, Middles. Steve's question on the family feud was, name something you rent by the month, and then he said, show me a TV set. <laughs> show me a stereo. <laughs> Couches and chairs right on the board. <laughs> Kevin, why are you worried about them putting a tracking device in your iPhone? I mean, think about it. Yeah. I mean, management might use it to find out that Kimmel was in the hospital and not visit him all over again. <laughs> they, were, they were busy. It's had stuff to do. I can't blame the guys. You know, they got jobs, families. They got busy things to do, you know. And I'm just laying there, so. I, I, you know, setting up the buffet for Steve McCoy. I mean, he's a busy man. I heard you got a guy fixing your iPhone. I wonder if yeah. you could give me his number after this call. Oh, you need his number? Well, I dropped my iPhone over at the Landmark Diner, and now there's an inch and a half of grime I can't get off the screen. <laughs> Does he have a pressure washer? <laughs> Failed a couple of inspections. Oh, they got a sign in the restroom that says, Employees must watch hands after touching the food. <laughs> Man, it's a great place, Kim, you think about it. <laughs> You're touching the food. <laughs> I had no idea to give Landmark credit. They're doing a thorough inspection of the kitchen, Kim. The thorough inspection. Yeah, they want to find the rat that turned them in. <laughs> <laughs> It's a wonderful restaurant. Thank you so much. Mr. <laughs> Sharpton. <laughs> Look out. Oh, mercy. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. 844 1067. In case you haven't heard, Reginald Eves passed away. Reginald Eves was uh, the first black uh, leader of the Public Safety Commission. He was like the top cop. He wasn't called the police chief. He was the head of the Public Safety Commission, first black guy to do that. Uh, he resigned amid a scandal of cheating on police exams. Uh, he became a Fulton County commissioner in 1978, served for 10 years till a federal jury found him guilty of extortion. So, <laughs> so he had a couple of bad problems there, I think, there. But, and he ran for mayor and uh, didn't even come close. But Reginald Eves uh, passed away at the age of 81. He was in Florida where he had been getting some treatment in the hospital. And uh, anyway, originally he was the first African-American public safety commissioner in Atlanta, died at the age of 81. 844-404-1067. Oh, and this, I know I'm doing this wrong, and Pete's going to, you know, thinks I'm an idiot, and I probably shouldn't even say something, but this kind of just bothered me. About a month ago, Sean and Debbie Riddle and their new baby, Glory, went to eat at the Westside Cafe in Fort Worth, Texas. Their waitress named Kayla loved babies, and she noticed a little child, a little newborn. Last week... The uh, waitress said the couple came back to the diner without their baby. So she said, oh, where's your little one? And the couple said, well, 
Glory died. So right now you're thinking, oh boy. The waitress says, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, do you have any children? No, not anymore. You know, how much, where's your baby? Well, he, the baby died. And uh, so the waitress was absolutely shocked and wanted to do something for the family as a tribute. So she left a note that said, your ticket has been paid for. We are terribly sorry for your loss. God bless the West Side Diner. And she paid their breakfast tab with her own money. And so the family put this whole story on Facebook because they were so touched that a small act of kindness by the waitress is a testament to the fact that their baby touched the lives of people she met in her short life. And that's a nice sentiment. Yeah, yeah. So why am I kind of creeped out by the fact that to, to pay tribute to a dead baby, they paid for a breakfast? And they put that on Facebook like that's some, you know, some great tribute to help this family over their trouble by, you know, that, to- that French toast is on us. Well, sorry about yeah, French toast. No... No fee for the French toast family right there. We got that covered for you. The least. I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it was the least, all right. Because they no longer qualify. They, they for couldn't the get any discount. cheaper. Yeah, I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's gold. Well, that's the least they can do. <laughs> but I mean, it's just. I, I mean, I'm. It's just creepy to me. It's just. I mean, Why? well, it's another Facebook. Now they're making a big deal. Now this is an international story on Facebook, as though this is an international story that should be on public you know, social media privacy. Up here we go again. They paid. They paid for for you know bacon and eggs because a baby died, and that's a tribute to the kind. Ba- oh, come on! I ate my nana. <laughs> <laughs> I up yours. One twenty-seven. I news radio one hundred six. This is your former president Jimmy Carter, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show, which is like reliving my four years in the White House all over again. Talk about a disaster. <laughs> Tune into the Kimma, weekdays noon to three on News Radio 1067. Hi, neighbor. This is Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. And this portion of our show is brought to you by yes, soccer star Hope Solo, Hope Solo, who says that nephews are hard to beat, <laughs> but not that hard once you get started. Can you say drunken rage? Sure, I knew you could. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. One thirty-five. Going to give away tickets here right now. 844-404-1067. Two tickets to see Boston this Saturday. This Saturday at Verizon Amphitheater. Two tickets Boston. 844-404-1067. It's a guessing game uh, coming up here on the old Kimmer program. Here's Lee Bryce. I'll never Lee Bryce is 36 years old today. Happy birthday. Let's see, a couple of others in the news. Um, but dum dum. Actress Lily Sobieski is 33 today. And this was a day in 1935. Alcoholics Anonymous was founded in Akron, Ohio by Dr. Robert Holbrook Smith and William Griffith Wilson. 1935. <laughs> I always got the biggest kick out of the family guy where they had, uh, there was an AA meeting hall. And next door to it was a bar called the 13th Step. Which <laughs> <So, laughs> is kind of weird. And also, this is kind of funny. We'll get away these tickets. You're right in a second. We're getting all the lines on, uh, so we'll, we'll cure them all up for you. Um, and also, we have a, a, a John Boy's pick of a Newsmaker Line song from the past, and we'll play that right after we give away the tickets. Uh, Hangman just told us he was, he's getting, we're getting the phones ready, so I'm stalling for a second. He went to the, uh, was it the Braves game where they had a pitch? No, where was it? They had the pitching machine. Oh, the golf tournament. There was a golf tournament. A cumulus station golf tournament last week, and Hangman went there, and at the golf tournament for fun, they had a pitching machine or a pitching 
a radar gun system. And Hangman said, man, he was throwing pitches in there, pounding that glove, popping that thing right down the middle, all the strikes, 58 miles an hour. Because, <laughs> you know, all of us think, well, I could throw an 85. I could probably be a pro pitcher. Yeah, you think you could. And, say, and <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, and I've... Uh, um, oh, and you were you caught Tom Glavin once. Yeah, once uh, in his basement, just yeah. fooling around, and, and he's not even known for throwing hard. He throws like eighty four. Yeah, which and is to a big league pitcher is nothing. I barely saw it. Yeah, and, and it was comes like okay, that's enough for whistling me. in there. I played tennis against Martina Navratilova once. A doubles, a mixed doubles match again. My opponent on the other side was Martina Navratilova. She hit that ball so hard with so much spin. I mean, it, it must have broke. It had 10 feet of break in it. I mean, it was unbelievable. Anyway, all right, let's get to the phones. Pick a number. Uh, Mike, we'll start off right at the top. Mike on News Radio 1067. Mike, we're, I want you to guess the SEC shirt that Pete Davis is wearing right now for these tickets to go see Boston. Well, I was four years in Tennessee. I think it's Tennessee. Uh, oh, sorry. No, sir. It was not Tennessee. Here's Doug on News Radio 1067. Doug, what's your guess, sir? Uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, that would be a great guess because we talk about Ole Miss and Pete all the time, but no, sir, you're wrong. How about Paul? You're up on News Radio 1067. An SEC t shirt that Pete's wearing right now. What uh, what team, sir? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, another great guess, but also incorrect. Uh, David is up next, News Radio 1067. Hi, David. Welcome. What's up? Hello. Hey, David. Yes. Hey. David, you? Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, SEC, Georgia yeah. Bulldogs. No, sorry, another great guess. You would have thought you were right off. Here's Kyle on News Radio 1067. What do you think, Kyle? Um, I think it's Mississippi State. Another oh, no. good guess, but no. no. <laughs> easy, Pete, easy. Man's just trying to win tickets. Uh, here's Danny on News Radio 1067. Hello, Danny. What do you think? Kentucky. Another good guess, but another negative. Only, I, and it, it, I can't believe it. This is a There's fairly major thing. Yeah, 84 more to go. Here's, uh, is that Faye? A fi fee fay full fi. Hi, it's a camera. Who's this? Hey, camera. It's Faye. Faye, how's it going? Uh, do you have a guess on Pete's T-shirt today? SEC team. Did anybody say Auburn yet? No, and that's not right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, here's Mike on News Radio one hundred six seven. What's your guess, Mike? Oklahoma. No. <laughs> SEC team. Here's double Mike's. Here's our other Mike on News Radio one hundred six seven. What's your guess, Mike? Texas A and M. No, oh, no, sir. Holy mackerel. I cannot believe this. Uh, here's Jim on News Radio 1067. All right, Jim, you're up. Yeah, I guess Arkansas or Arkansas. Yeah! <laughs> Unbelievable. There you go. You are a winner, sir. You have the two tickets Thank to go you. see Boston Thank the you. Verizon Amphitheater this Saturday, and uh, we'll put you on hold and give you these tickets, and thanks for playing. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no. <laughs> anyway, man, I was unbelievable. I, I just took a while. Okay, well, that's fun. All right, now it's one thirty-nine. Uh, now, let's do We, we have uh, every day at one thirty, and with a few exceptions, we have a special John Boy picking a song from the past from our newspaper. Line <laughs> Library and today's song, courtesy of John Boy on News Radio 1067. Any story to tell here, John Boy? Yeah, in honor of uh, Ray Charles passing, we have a uh, speaker of the house, John Boehner, paying tribute. Excellent. Here we go right now. Well, this is speaker of the house, uh, John Boehner, and I'd like to offer my condolences to my colleague. Eric Gabbard. <laughs> oh, it's crying time again for me, John Boehner. <laughs> I can see my speakership go up in smoke. 
I can tell by the way colleagues look at me. <laughs> they consider me a wussy and a joke. <laughs> the establishment lost big with Eric Cantor. <laughs> Doesn't bode well for mushy moderates like me. I've been crying my eyes out just like a baby. <laughs> and I haven't drink or maybe two or three. <laughs> oh, it's crying time again for me, John Peter. Speaker of the house. Cause the way I've run the house has been a crime. <laughs> they can throw me out as early as tomorrow. <laughs> So it won't be long before it's crying time. <laughs> yes, for me, John Fader, it is crying time. <laughs> Anybody got a smoke? <laughs> smoke them if you got them. John Fader right there. A little flashback from our Newsbreaker Line library of fabulous songs. 141 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. Artie Blank's home got burglarized recently. He's having some work done on it, and some workmen are in the house. Some woman identified as Deborah Faye Copeland apparently is in the home and called the cops when she realized that a bunch of iPads were, were stolen. And the report notes that two Rolex watches were missing. They're not sure whether Artie had them with him because he's traveling right now. But if the watches are missing... They are valued as much as $120,000 each. Each. How the hell is a watch worth $120,000? I mean, really? I mean, how do you make a watch worth $120,000? Holy cow. I mean, that's more than solid gold. Well, it was this or the Vespas. It's not my fault Italy's so gay. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home right, I got on now. News Radio 1067. Here we go. This is Robert De Niro. It is. <laughs> and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> is brought to you by that cop in McKinney, Texas. Oh. In my opinion, he should not have resigned. Because no. all he did was rough up the girl a little bit. Just That's all. A little old, bit. Old not bit. a lot. Just a little bit. <laughs> and now here's your host, the Kimmer. He, just, he, he disrespected her just a little bit. I, a little bit. A little bit. One. <laughs> ah! oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> uh, this is iced tea. <laughs> now, this really isn't music, is it? Is that, uh, it's a sound. It certainly has sound in it. I, <clears throat> uh, this was a day in 1992. Texas lawmen called for a national boycott of this song by Ice T called Cop Killer. They called for a boycott on this day in 1992, and sales skyrocketed. It's also the day in 1993, Burt Reynolds filed for divorce from Lonnie Anderson after five years of marriage, blaming irreconcilable differences and... You are a smelly pirate hooker. (laughs) And his ears kept popping, so he just couldn't... Couldn't handle the pressure. 151 on News Radio 1067. Also, Spencer Tracy died on this day in 1967. He was 67. He died. Spencer Tracy died just a few weeks after finishing filming. Guess who's coming to dinner? Uh, black guy. <laughs> oh, 
no. <laughs> All right, 151. I got a news break line coming up here in a second. First, it's Brett, the truck driver on News Radio 1067. Hello, Brett. Hey. Yeah, trucker's got a horn in the camera. Hi. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, pretty good, camera. Hey, man, when you go bring back uh, Flesh the Lines? Well, well, we've thought about it, but I it it's uh it would take I don't know if we could ever pull it off again. I mean, those days might be long gone. What? Well, <laughs> it's a long story. And no, it's just it wouldn't work. It's everything's different, but it'd be fun to think about it though. We'll tell you more about that later. One fifty two. It's the newsbreaker line. Let's use on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Hey, Mr. Heston, did well, you hear that, that Cumulus had a golf tournament? I'm guessing that you didn't, and neither did no. the Kimmer. <laughs> no. You know, the no. Kimmer plays golf, but who the hell is the Kimmer, and why would we invite him to a Cumulus event, for God's sake? I don't really know, sir. You know, the Kimmer, that guy, he used to have his own charity golf tournament. He, that, well, matter of fact, he had two that were sold out and waitlisted yeah, every year, but we yeah. wouldn't want to do that around here. No, but, no you know, sense in starting. It might be accidentally mistaken with promotion. You know, building an audience, God forbid. You know. I mean, what are you going to suggest next, moron? A best of CD for the Marine Toys for Dots? I mean, who wants to help little kids? And more important, who wants to promote the God blessed Kimmer? Aren't you listening to anything I'm saying here? Yes, sir. It's all right. There, everybody's fine. <laughs> I know, oh, former Fulton County Commissioner <laughs> Reginald Eves passed yeah, away, passed which away. was a damn shame, Mr. Heston. A shame, sir, was it? He was the top candidate to replace Seth Blatter over there at FIFA. <laughs> he, <laughs> he certainly knows how to handle those envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> a little extortion every once in a Is while. Is he going to be buried or screwed into the ground? <laughs> <laughs> we mourn his passing. Now, Mr. Heston, <laughs> when you talk to <laughs> yeah, of course, yes. yes. When you talk to the Kimmer, tell him Good. that not to feel bad about the fact that, you know, they're <laughs> fawning over Steve McCoy and they're paying to send Michael Graham to Washington, D.C. Well, sure, with a know. presidential suite at the Mayflower Hotel yeah. at the station's tab. Well, Kimmer right. should not feel bad. Really shouldn't. Next be. month, the station has a new promotion for your show. Oh, really? What's that? I didn't hear. It's called The Kimmer Returns to Florida for Good. pay <laughs> 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 And now it's time for a visitor from the <laughs> east, Excellent. the amazing Charnak. Charnak. The Magnificent. The Magnificent. Sir. The answer to this question is, last one out's a rotten egg. Last one out's a rotten egg. How do you know an order's up at the Landmark Diner? <laughs> <laughs> they failed some health inspections. I... <laughs> the Dirty Harry Burger was a Dirty Harry Burger. I... <laughs> nothing to do with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> nothing to do with the movies. I don't know. Oh, man. Sure, their service is slow, but you don't mind waiting. That's how bad. <laughs> the answer is neatness counts. Neatness counts. What's the difference between neatness and the Kim Peterson show? <laughs> I hope my that, ladies and gentlemen, the final envelope. Finally, a final last thank you, God. May your only son discover his summer camp counselor is Denny Hastert. <laughs> You know, Denny really was a big fan of Boston. It's a shame he's not winning the tickets. Really? Well, oh, he loved that song, More Than a Feeling. <laughs> more than a feeling. <laughs> I've gotten sidetracked. Yes, the yes, answer yes, is, yes. you should live so long, pal. You should live so long, pal. What's the expiration date on Landmark Ground Beef? <laughs> <laughs> 
Sim. Thank you so much. Charnak. The Magnificent. Here with a Kipper program. Mercy! I look out. It's only me. And at the Brookfield Zoo, very famous zoo in Illinois, a worker there, uh, a lady, uh, took a picture of herself uh, wearing a zoo uniform, checked in at the Brookfield Zoo, and she put her selfie on social media. Once again, social media, no privacy. She posted a selfie on social media with a caption that said, in her uniform, at work, serving these rude, blanking white people. Well, more than one person was upset by that, and so the people of the guests of the zoo saw the fo- the photo, flooded them with complaints, so they had to fire her. Her name is Shauna Latrice, and she said, I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. Hmm. After tweeting, work serving these rude, blanking white people. <laughs> I suppose they probably, in fact, a uh, 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 famous uh, celebrity divider, Steve Harvey, released a statement saying, white bread honky cracker. It's 157 here with the camera on News Radio 1067. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase. Photo and video. <coughs> uh, this is Don Imus, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. I don't know why, because the guy is awful. Just, just, just awful. If you must, tune into the Kimmer weekdays, noon to three on on News Radio 1067. <coughs> the Kimmer's teeth are like the stars. Well, thank you. They I... come out at night. Oops. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. <laughs> thank you so much. Look out, it's only me. Newsbreaker Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Here on News Radio 1067. We chained our hearts. 205, here's our number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. When Miley Cyrus, at the age of 14, was playing the character in Disney's hit series Hannah Montana, she told her mother when. Miley Cyrus was 14 years old. She said, I remember telling her I admire women in a different way. And she asked me what that meant. And Miley Cyrus said, I said, I love them. I love them like I love boys. Uh, She announced this to Paper Magazine in a cover story. And also she poses naked in the magazine. Uh, Miley Cyrus says it was hard for my mother to understand. She did not want me to be judged and did not want me to go to hell. But she believes in me more than she believes in any God. I just asked her to accept me, and she has. Miley Cyrus describes her sexuality and gender identification as fluid. Miley Cyrus, who's now 22, says she's had romantic relationships with women that were just as significant as the ones with men that made headlines. Uh, Liam Hemsworth, Nick Jonas, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Uh, She says she's open to dating anybody within legal boundaries. I'm literally open to every single thing that's consenting and doesn't involve an animal, and everyone is of age. Everything that's legal, I'm down with. Yo, I'm down with any adult, anyone over age of 18, who's down to love me. 
As long as you're not hurting anyone, your choices are your choices. And then she took her clothes off of this magazine. And by the way, <laughs> uh, just this is just, 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 she's a definition of a skank. I mean, don't, I mean, it's all about a skank. She, she'd be the office skank. It's just and I'm, and by the way, I love her singing. I, I have I have her CDs. I, some of my, two of my favorite songs are two of the songs she made famous when she was my uh, Hannah Montana. I'm 14. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sweetness? Fuck, God, man, I'm trying to. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Okay, hold on. Here we go. I hate my life. <laughs> no, wait a second. Here we go. All right, here's uh, from our sweetness bell. All right, let's do some um, uh, some special announcements concerning uh, concerning the. Oh, oh, I'll get to this announcement concerning the Clinton family. Uh, Pete just showed me a picture, a comparison picture side by side. Where is this on Google? Google Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Somebody took a picture or compared the pictures of an aerial photograph from up above an aerial photograph of Marco Rubio's house. And it's it's a nice house, but it's a house like 50 other houses all around him. He you know, lives in a neighborhood with a house next door, next door, next door, like a regular old house. Then they compare that to an aerial photograph of uh, Hilary Rodham Rodham's house in uh, Chappaqua. It's a compound. You have to walk a half a mile to get to their tennis courts. And the New York Times, of course, is going out of its way to blast Marco Rubio. Have you seen the latest? They cl- they claim he he doesn't know how to take care of finances. He's spent he's spent so much money, including an eighty thousand dollar luxury speedboat. It's about a fourteen foot fishing boat. <laughs> you know anything to blast him? They must make him the official front runner because they're yeah. really coming after Marco Rubio. Anyway, he should be going after Hillary. All right. Anyway, here we go. All right. Sorry. All right. All right. Manufacturers announced today they will be stocking America's shelves this week with a brand new product, Clinton Soup. Clinton Soup, in honor of one of the nation's distinguished men. It really consists primarily of a weenie and hot water. So it's not really... <laughs> sort of a sort of a soup. <laughs> Just for the record. All right, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Uh, some funny video out there, aside from that, uh, some great video of that golden retriever that saved his his uh, service mom, woman owner, from being hit by that school bus. The dog jumped in front of the bus. They were both hit, but the dog didn't want to leave her even when he was had a broken leg. The dog never yelped. He never cried. He never did anything except try to get with his master mommy. And uh, they're both going to be okay, which is a, which is a very rewarding story. Uh, but a couple of somewhere, and they never, of course, say where the drippy lipper girls uh, this morning early. There's a video of a moose being hit by a car, and the mo- the car hits the moose, and the moose goes flying, somersaulting over the hood of the car onto the road, and then gets up and runs away. Good for the moose. Good for the moose. But I mean, oh, it's hor- it's awful video to look at. The moose being hit by a. Also, uh, in Hollywood, there's a, a video of road rage. Somebody caught a road rage video on camera. Two guys get out. They were fighting each other, road raging on the car. They pulled over side by side. The guy in the car on the right got out, went over to the other guy. They started to try to have a fight, and the guy on the right punched him so hard in the face, he knocked him down immediately and then went after him, kept punching and punching and punching and punching. That video's out there of actual road rage. And this is one of, the, uh, one of my favorite stories of the day. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, a woman was frantic because her newborn baby had stopped breathing. Luckily, there was a cop nearby. Is she breathing or not? Oh, no. There's an officer here. What's wrong with her? Madam 532 PD, I started mouth to mouth. The child is starting to breathe now. Hi. Child is starting to breathe now.
mother going frantic. The cop saved that little baby. Oh, just in, a uh, reaction from celebrity divider Steve Harvey, who wrote, uh, Racist! Racist! That stinking cop was white! That stinking baby was white! That cop would have never put his lips on a black child, and everybody knows it. My bread honky cracker! Unquote. Put one in his <laughs> lips. Unquote Steve Harvey. Official <laughs> announcement from Steve Harvey today. All right. 844-404-1067. And then one of his buddies, in case you missed it, Reverend Reverend uh, Ronald Wright uh, wants people to retaliate against cops in Texas after the uh, pool party incident. We're setting the stage for a terrorist attack in this country. And the group is not going to be ISIS. It's going to be us. It's us against these injustice law officers and people who continue to allow racism to grow into this city. Yeah, he's calling for retaliation and a terrorist attack on police officers who he says are unjust. I mean, he just said that. But he has the slogan. He's got the Jesse Jacksonisms down. It's not ISIS, it's USIS. Yeah, that, I'd be proud of that guy if he represented me, wouldn't you? Anyway, it's a 212 on News Radio 1067. We have uh, news breaking lines coming up next. So holy crap, it's sports of Pete. But first, we'll do a little traffic check here, if you don't mind. Hey, Mom! <laughs> the meatloaf! <laughs> we want it now! Ma! The meatloaf! Ma! The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Yes, sir. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by the Landmark Diner, where we like to spoil our customers. (laughs) And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. (laughs) Failed a few inspections over there, I don't know. I got 218. Coming up, if you haven't heard the tennis grunts, You'll hear them shortly, but first, uh, and a couple of birthdays, uh, sports birthdays here, Pete. If I could only find them, Dan Fouts, uh, Hall of Famer 64 quarterback. Uh, Gold medal figure skater Tara Lipinski, 33 today. And now, holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. No on the first one, yes on the second one. Uh, Indeed. Uh, Braves make their biggest comeback of the season so far, overcoming a 5-0 deficit and nipped the Padres 6-5 last night. Unbeaten James Shields was cruising until the rally. Jim Johnson got the win in relief, uh, Fultonavich. Jason Grilly, his 16th save. The big blow came from Joey Tordoslovich, yeah. who smacked his first Major League homer in front of his dad. Oh, no kidding. In the bottom of the eighth inning, that was the difference in the game. Reliever Dave Ardsma made his first appearance in Atlanta Uni. Now, Ardsma is the first name you find alphabetically in the baseball encyclopedia of players. Who did he knock out of the number one spot? Arms? How do you spell the first three A-A-R-D-S-M-A. letters? A-R-D-S-M-A. All right, A-R-D. Somebody before A-R-D. Um, Asmus? No, I can't think. I can't remember. Asmus. I don't know. <laughs> Hank Aaron. Oh, no kidding. Used to be number one. That's and awesome. this is the whole encyclopedia of baseball players? Of all the baseball players, Hank Aaron was the first one alphabetically. He had two A's. Yeah. A-A-R. Well, who, who, then this guy must have two A's. Yeah, Ardsmo with two A's. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. you. Okay. Same two teams tonight in Turner Field. Tyson Ross for the Friars against Williams Perez for us. We are your FM home of the Atlanta Braves. Yes, sir. Rookie Chris Charlton Heston of the Giants threw a no-hitter in New York against the Mets. Heston was very happy, and after the game, had this warning for the fans in Flushing and the Landmark Diner. Driving free is <laughs> Get this. It's the fifth no-hitter San Francisco has thrown since 2009. And it's four years in a row they've had a no-hitter thrown. That's and this guy's a rookie. Yeah. He beat the Braves a week or yeah. so ago. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty good. 
Uh, Detroit shut out the Cubs. John Lester. Lester? I barely the, even knew her. Looked the, took the loss. And then the Angels went over Tampa. Albert Pujols tied Mickey Mantle for 16th all-time as 536th homer. Wow. Yeah. NBA Finals. Cavaliers take a two-games-to-one edge over an obviously overrated and overhyped Golden State. And in our androgynous athlete section of the show... Bob Costas took aim at ESPN, oh. saying them giving the author Ash Courage Award to Brucey Jenner is a crass exploitation play. He's right. Well, I saw Les Mis on Broadway, and I know what a crass exploitation <laughs> play is. They stole my money for that. Yeah, thing. there you go. And now, seems like uh, WNBA star Brittany Griner and her play wife may be getting back together. Oh. Aren't you a little afraid that your cupcakes might slide out? Whatever the tapes. I- I'm more worried if this makes my ass look chunky. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> and then she went on to say, I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? <laughs> <laughs> hey, time for your Women's World Cup update. Okay, sir. The French frog licking sauce monkeys. I don't think that's their Shut out the English Roses 1-0. The goalie for France is named Michelle. Michelle what? Michelin. 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 Thank you. Michelin, you know. The Spanish hot tamales tied the Costa Rican closer (laughs) to America hot tamales. Get this. Coach of the Costa Rican team is just 28 years old. Really? Kind of hot, too. All right, then. Oh, Oh, what the hell happened to you? Oh, my God, you're on the ground. I was talking soccer, and I thought I had to flop. Oh, he flopped, he flopped. I was going to say, oh, Oh my my God, God. he he almost scored a goal. Let's take off our shirts and slide on our knees. (laughs) Everybody into the shower. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There was a little tie between the Colombian cocaine He actually flopped on the floor. I'm not even going to fell. That's what they do in soccer. Uh, The Mexican train jumpers tied Colombia. And the Brazilian barely-dressed Mardi Gras munchers (laughs) shut out the cabbage-chopping pedicure playgirls of Korea. <laughs> Why are all the manicure pedicure places all Asian, by the way, just for the record? Oh, incidentally, I got Ron coming up here in a second. Across the hall from me, you know, I have my spy glasses every day in our office. We look across the parking lot to the little strip mall behind us, oh, yeah. and there's a nail place and a tanning salon and a bunch of restaurants. So there's chicks in there all the time coming out and forth. There are two Asian hotties who run the nail place. I mean, they are hot. And one of the taller one of the ones... Uh, is must have a new boyfriend. We, we we saw her out. She comes outside to smoke her cigarette, and she was on the phone gesticulating, like throwing her arms, like she was furious and mad. And I mean, it was on for like thirty minutes. She was outside there screaming and yelling on her phone. And that was two days ago. The last two days, though, including today, uh, she's out. She's out and up against the wall, kind of being all sweet and saucy, talking on her phone and kind of moving around like she's talking sweet talk and stuff. So I guess she probably has a new boyfriend. Damn. Well, there goes that shot. All right, 223. <laughs> How about a news break, Alliance? Hold on, Ron, you're next. Coming up. Good, good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Mark Lemke calling. Hall of Famer! Hiya, Mark. How's it going? Braves here. How the What's Braves up? doing? <laughs> Shouldn't you know that? I mean, you're covering up. Mark, you silly guy. <laughs> I'm just making fun of Charles Barkley. This is Mark Lemke calling. <laughs> Mark, welcome aboard. Hey, Kimmer. Yeah. Well, I already said that, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, Tomorrow, <laughs> barring rain, we'll be preempting the Kimmer show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know... In advance of the uh, permanent preemption schedule in early <laughs> July, I, I've heard something, by the way. Just you know, something to get used to, I guess, probably. <laughs> when I dropped by and made my daily appearance on Steve McCoy, they were telling me about it. <laughs> well, they know I'm it's calling you on the sly. I'm not even supposed to be on this show because oh. it doesn't count for anything. <laughs> Do me a favor, yes, Cameron, sir. before sure. tomorrow. Sure. Could you remind Brett, the truck driver, that he's off tomorrow, too? <laughs> the last thing we need is that damn Killjoy calling in and ruining our pregame show. <laughs> Good point, sir. <laughs> I Whatever. found out something interesting the other day, Kimmer. Did you? What was that, sir? 
Brett, the truck driver, is the only member of the Kim Peterson show who has a long-term contract. <laughs> Long after Kimmer's gone, Brett will still be, uh, you know, calling to ruin the new host's momentum as well. Hey, big news. The Braves drafted like 11 pitchers the other day. Did you see that? Yeah, all pitchers mostly. Yeah. Oh, not a moment too soon. Their relief pitching has been in such bad shape this year, Kimmer. Yeah. Freddie Gonzalez is calling it the bullpen by the river. <laughs> Your bosses, at least they're doing a God bless the thing about it, you know. Yeah, to try to fix it, you know. Man, your studio repair's been put off longer than Kasim Reed's wedding, you know. You, you think you can get those bastards to work on it? <laughs> I mean, Steve McCoy hears something funny in his headphones. They're right on it right after they refill his champagne glass and stuff. But I'm not bitter. If they get the masseuse out of the way in the morning, you know. <laughs> the, the lady who peels his grapes for him. I mean. oh. <laughs> this morning he was really pissed over his uh, champagne brunch that they serve him every day. Oh, he was upset, was he? Yeah, Steve said, tell the waiter this is low-class dog food. I mean, he said he had better meals at the ball game. The ballpark. So. <laughs> I'm Mark Lamke. I don't normally do this. So, One more thing. Uh, I, yes, Flavor. I saw where Oscar Pistorius is scheduled to be released from prison early, after only 10 months. Yeah, early release, yeah, 10 months. Uh, what are they going to do, give him an ankle bracelet or something? <laughs> oh, I don't Oh. What? <laughs> Maybe a magnet of some kind. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Topper. That was pretty good. Oh. Sorry, Mr. Topper. <laughs> I'm praying for rain, so you can do it tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> Is he right? <laughs> I know that's what a lot of people think. <laughs> I'm Mark Ferguson here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Kimmer. Mark, it's always a play. The Lemmer Hall of Famer right here. For the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Thanks, Marco. Look out, it's only me, 220. Coming up on 227 here at News Radio 1067, 844 Ron, you are first up next. Also, we'll talk about the Nobel scientist and the ladies in the lab. But first, News Radio 1067, 227. Look out. This is Dr. Henry Kissinger, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Kim treats every show as if it were his last. Because in all likelihood, it probably is. Tune in to the Kim of Weekdays, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. Hey folks, John Madden here. <laughs> John. And, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is yes, brought to you by Hope Solo. All right, then. Here's a girl who knows how to keep her nephew in stitches. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me, 235. Ron, I'll get right to you with my great appreciation for your patience for holding on for us. Iggy Azalea is now canceling her appearance at the Pittsburgh Pride performance. Uh, she canceled her Great Escape tour a week and a half ago. And now Iggy Azalea is uh, canceling her Pittsburgh Pride appearance for the city's lesbian, gay, bi, who knows what announcement people have been there. Uh, she apparently has been being criticized now. Because of what she said a couple of years ago on social media. Once again, privacy, social media. 
Iggy Azalea has apologized for the homophobic and racist tweets she wrote years ago before her fancy days. This is the song Fancy. A social media post casually tossed around words like homo, dyke, long been sticking points for her critics. And now she says, well, I believe in equality. And fortunately, in the past, as a young person, I used words I should not have. The last thing I want to do is something so carelessly said to be interpreted as a reflective of my character. I meant no harm and deeply regret ever uttering those words. Iggy Azalea now apologizing for words she used on social media. Right, oh, wait, hold on, Ron. We got a special late live edition of the old Newsmaker line. And Ron is next. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmy. You're beautiful. This is Tony Bennett hey, calling. Tony. It's always great to be on the show. Oh, I can't believe it. This is like, what am I hearing? Yeah. Tony, how you doing? Wow. Just in time. They're firing Kimmy just in time. <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> I guess you saw where I had to cancel a concert in London with Lady Gaga because I got a viral infection, Kimmy. <laughs> is that right? A viral? But think about it. How many guys do you know who've been around Lady Gaga and have not gotten some, some kind of a virus? I mean, <laughs> the she told me to talk dirty to her and I I said the landmark kitchen. <laughs> no, I failed some health inspections over there. <laughs> I heard Lady Gaga. She said she called me up and she said, "Tony, it's a good thing you're not here because I hate London." She hates London. And I said, "Why do you hate London, Lady Gaga? Cover me, John Boy." She said, "I just found out that Big Ben is a clock." <laughs> hey, hey, I've cut a million of them. I'm said, Tony Bennett. I said clock. <laughs> you know, it's a shame I had to cancel that show over in London yeah. because I was getting ready yeah. to debut a brand new song about you. Oh, really? God, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm so flattered. What, like, what, give you a little bit of it? Maybe a little single Yeah, a few song? verses here. Sure, great. The Kim is sad and lonely because <laughs> Steve McCoy's their one and only. <laughs> the sales staff adores Steve. They kiss his ass, body, and soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a great beat to it. I give it an 85. Easy to dance to. Thank you so much. You know, <laughs> you know the Snowball and Irish Open was sold out for years, but they don't even invite Kim or the caddy at the at a cumulus golf tournament. I'm not yeah. sure who I am, you know. Hey, Kim, we're yeah. having a big outing at the golf club of Georgia. What are you doing, Sunday? Maybe you'd like to mow my lawn. <laughs> I want to remind all my fans in Atlanta that yours truly, Tony Bennett, yes. will be in there in July performing, as a matter of fact, at the Landmark Diner. Really? Wow, that's great. I want to be around to pick up the feces. <laughs> oh, my God. They got some health issues over there. I am. Pieces, though. Maybe pieces. Pieces. <laughs> That's when I discover that it's not a joke when the fly in my soup is doing the backstroke. <laughs> when somebody busts your gut like they busted mine. You're beautiful. Great to be on the show. Tony Bennett right here. Thank you so much, Tony. An honor to cherish your golden tone, sir. She don't get hungry when she sees a rat. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Tony Bennett. Oh, mercy. All right, let's get to Ron. Ron, thank you so much for your patience holding on this long. I really appreciate it. Welcome aboard and take all the time you want. Well, I had to hold on because I'm calling in for my buddy, Brett. This is Ron, the professional truck driver. Ah, there you go. All right, man. Yeah, yeah Brett's kind of hung up. He's over on the south side of 85. He didn't tell me everything, but hazmat, DOT, law enforcement, you know, I don't oh, know. Boy. Same old. But he, any rate, uh, Reverend Wright came to the Church of World Peace 
of all ironic things, and uh, in Macon, Georgia, about two years ago. Uh-huh. And I went down, stood in line so I could get in there, and security came out and was checking everybody in line, just kind of saying hello, nothing major, until they got to me. Yeah. And, and he said, I need to search you. And I said, search me. Search me for what? He said, recording devices, uh, weapons. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, you didn't search anybody else. He goes, well, they're African-Americans. I said, I'm an African-American. He says, you are. I said, that's right. I'm from South Africa. Well, <laughs> after I got picked up off of the page. Yeah. Uh, um, he <laughs> very well. I don't know why. Uh, he did, you know, Granddaddy went to South Africa, and, and he was preparing for other people to come over there with little gold bars and such. Anyway, like I said, I was from South Africa. There you go. Uh, well, it doesn't sound fair to me, Ryan. Listen, I'm glad you called. Well, you know, if uh, John Kerry had won, we'd have had a, we'd had a, would have a, a, an African American first lady. Teresa Hines is from South Africa. Oh, there you are. I right, two forty on News Radio one hundred six seven. Here's Randy on News Radio one hundred six seven. Welcome, Randy. How's it going? Good, Tim. How you doing? Very well, sir. Nice to have you there. They're, they're changing the name of this thing you were just talking about, the LG Lesbian, gay, bi, transsexual, LBGT, something or other. goes on Remember FDIC, whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to ABA, anything but heterosexuals. I think this thing covers every group except us, Kimmer. Yeah. And, I'm not, and I'm not so sure about you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Here, let me put you on hold and give you a prize. Oh, sorry, heartbreaker. I'm not a man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right, 241. It's only the camera. It's only me on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. I never mentioned about the. Did I mention Klaus Van Bulow on the air? Or was that just off the air with us? Yeah. This was the day. I was, telling, was talking to Pete about the name of the movie. This was the day in 1985. Socialite Klaus Van Bulow, Klaus Von Bulow, was found innocent by a jury in Providence, Rhode Island at his retrial where he had first been convicted of charges trying to murder his heiress wife, Sonny Von Bulow. And the uh, retrial was a really a great story done by book and in the movies with, uh, who's that, Harvard Dershowitz, professor from Harvard. Alan Dershowitz, Alan Dershowitz did, did the case in real life. And the story was on how Alan Dershowitz got Sonny Van Bulow's uh, husband, Klaus Van Bulow, uh, off the charges of trying to murder his wife. And the movie was uh, Reversal of Fortune. Which I'm very, have you ever seen that one, John Boy? That's a great movie. And it's basically a true story. Based on a true story. It's pretty cool. Uh, 242, here we go. You're that black guy I saw in the news conference, ain't you? Uh, yeah, that's me. This is car 15. I'm going to need backup. I've got a stolen vehicle here. <laughs> but this is my car. Suspect's getting belligerent. What? Officer down. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hello, my <laughs> name is Jarnack the, the Magnificent. The Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to you yes, by yes, a fly swatter. A fly swatter. What's served with every omelet at the Landmark Diner? <laughs> and now here's your host, Charlton <laughs> Heston. So close, sir. It's only me. 250 on News Radio 1067. There's a stranger in well, the story's going nuts on the internet and social media that Katy Perry has a new song out called 1984, which is supposed to be a rebuttal aimed at Taylor Swift, whose new song Bad Blood has been speculated as being inspired by a feud with Katy Perry. Well, for the record, Katy Perry's managers say she hasn't done a song called 1984 with being listed with BMI or anything else. It's all completely false. 
Katy Perry was not involved in writing, singing, recording, or registering any song called 1984, and a feud with Taylor Swift is all apparently made up. And also in the music world, Beyonce promised a huge announcement for all her, all her fans. She was on Good Morning America promising to announce something special and amazing. And fans are saying, oh, my God, it's going to be a new world tour or a great album or something. We get to see her in person or whatever. You know what her great announcement was for Beyonce's great announcement? Now she's now on a vegan diet. That was her great announcement she had teased for all her fans. She's now a vegan. So I guess she doesn't eat anything, never had a face, or I don't know what the standard is, but anyway. <laughs> it's sort of a disappointment for her fans. All right, anyway, I don't know whether you heard this. Uh, News Radio 106.7, it's on the Kimmer. Uh, on uh, Tonight's show last night, I guess it was last night, they put together a string of sounds of, oops, a day, I got went too far, uh, the string of sounds of tennis players when they grunt and groan when they hit the ball across the net and put it to music. Uh, here we go.
<laughs> Man, it's a great place, Kim, when you think about it. If you... <laughs> You're touching the food. <laughs> I had no idea giving landmark credit. They're doing a thorough inspection of the kitchen, Kimma. The thorough inspection. Yeah, they want to find the rat that turned them in. It's a wonderful restaurant. Thank you so much. This <laughs> dude sharp them. The lookout. All righty, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. Yes, a mother-in-law stopped by unannounced at her son's house and knocked on the door, immediately walked in and was shocked to see the daughter-in-law lying on the couch naked. Soft music playing, aroma of perfume filling the room. What are you doing, said the mother-in-law. I'm waiting for Mike to come home from work, the daughter-in-law answered. But you're naked, the mother-in-law said. Well, this is my love dress, said the daughter-in-law. Love dress, but you're naked, said the mother-in-law. Well, Mike loves me, and he wants me to wear this dress, she explained. It excites him to no end. Every time he sees me in this dress, he instantly becomes romantic and ravages me for hours and hours on end. He can't get enough of me in my love dress. The mother-in-law left. She got home. She undressed, showered, put on her best perfume, dimmed the lights, put on a romantic CD, lay on the couch waiting for her husband to arrive. Her husband came home. He walked in and saw her lying there so provocatively. What, what are you doing, he asked. Well, she said, this is my love dress, whispered sensually. Husband said, uh, well, your uh, love dress needs ironing. And by the way, what's for dinner? That's when he turned to get a beer in the kitchen. He never heard the gunshot. <laughs> it's, uh, <Mommy? laughs> anyway, look out, it's over the car. It's the news, people, it's the news. Oh, there goes my uvula. There goes my freaking uvula. This is Bill O'Reilly, and we'd like to thank you for listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Be sure to... I can't read that. What does it say? Screw it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video.